It, then. We weren't going to do anything about a spelling bee. Well, we hadn't had it in the back of our minds. Like we don't have anything mind. in the... What? Mind. We don't have anything in the back of our minds. Just... No. Well, I was thinking about today's show. You always do, Bob. That's why we're... <laughs> well, wasn't we had planned to do? We had something special up our sleeve for today. I had something special. That's right. That's Where is right. it? The yeah. last Who's mile home. Music? You scamper out and get the music. That's right. I was just saying the last mile home today. Oh, I know what it was going to. Uh, we were going to do. We we're going to talk. Uh, give a little uh, display of two weather forecasters meeting in the morning, or one coming to work and meeting the fellow who's been on all night, That's right. and how their conversation would go. Well, morning, Ed. Nice day. Well, it ain't so nice. Uh... As a matter of fact, now, how's that low pressure area I left last night? That's what uh, that's what I'm going to tell you about. It's you turned mean it, into it's uh, bad news. It's turned into precipitation over Ohio. It's a cool air mass in Hudson Bay. By the time it gets here to Austin, it should be coming in the form of heavy winds and blizzards. I see. Worse, see even. here, looking over your shoulder at the chart, there's a dense cloud formation forming up in Canada. Yes, there is. Uh, what does that do to hit this area? Well, as you see, we have this mass here moving up from the Carolinas, and it possibly will push this mass coming down from Canada out to sea, flying about through Portland. I see. And we may escape this, but we may not. How about the winds from Eastport to Block Island? They'll be approximately 25 miles an hour until 10 o'clock, which time they'll change immediately and go into 30-mile-an-hour speeds, and then around 4 in the afternoon, they'll slow down around Portsmouth and uh, about 15 miles an hour. Well, yeah. well, I've got to get to work, Ed. Nice to have passed the time of day with you. Okay, you write your terrific script for the radio now. I will, and nice to have seen you. So long, and keep your fingers crossed as far as the weather is concerned. I certainly will. Bye. And good weather to you. Thanks a lot. Oh, one thing I oh, forgot yeah. to close that window. It's awful cold in here. All right. Somebody said that's my favorite word. But I was going to say, uh, how do we open this door now that it's been locked permanently? You mean our sound effect door has been locked? Some public service program must have locked that door permanently. It must have been used in like the sound effect. It looks like sabotage to me. It does. Mr. Wilson, you can tell by the time he's been out of the studio, doesn't have his music filed very well. He's having a slight difficulty in finding that last mile hole. He's probably taking it as a matter of fact. <laughs> so while he's out, we'll have a piano solo from Bill Green. Oh, we could never do that. Well, he's too close for comfort. Just as soon as Green started playing, when Wilson would come in. Huh? Well, Bob, who do we have? Jack Lawrence, Jennifer Sturley, Arturo Gotti, or who are they? Well, see, we've got the Mariners with Archie Blair's music. Chesterfield over and over again. Milder, much milder, all smokers agree. Always by Chesterfield, 
Yes, I feel over and over again Just to feel satisfied women and men <laughs> I thought I'd sing a chorus of that, too Sounds good, Arturo, old boy Well, uh, it's a cold day up here, but I bet it's warm down in Jacksonville Right, it's a big night in Jacksonville, so yes, they sir. stay around Lolo Old High... Old High plays Landon High down there <clears throat> Ken, I'd like to practice a little. <clears throat> There's no oh, time for practicing in this show. You're still right ahead with it. I don't know the middle part so well. Right, I'll help you. A little longer. Smile. No, that's too high, man. Let's bring it down. No. The longest mile is the last mile home. When you've Walton Farrar wrote that. <clears throat> you want to sing a chorus, Mary? Well, I don't know how Ray would feel. After all, Ray just decided... Oh, you won't show him up. No, you won't show him up. Play your own accompaniment of the melodium. Mary. The longest mile is the last mile home. Don't put on air. about your singing. in no way reflects the opinion of the sponsors. There's a couple more. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. Uh, I do want to correct you. Uh, if you don't play with me often. Uh, and I was playing the melodeon, and Ken, of course, was playing on the cymbals. And you hit a very, very sour note there, and it reflected. It made my voice sound as though I had hit a bad note. The fourth major. Which, there. of course, hit a isn't true, but, uh, friends, 
so long as we're here today, I thought it would be a nice day to talk about talk about Christmas. About Christmas. Yeah. And uh, gifts and whatnot. Or what all. Man, what all are we going to talk about as well as gifts? First of all, selecting your Christmas tree. Make sure above all others that it will fit in your living room, ladies. We've had so many ladies writing in to say that the tree doesn't fit in the living room, that it's either too big or too small. <laughs> now then, my advice to you would be this. Take your room with you when you buy your tree. And there, before you buy it, you can measure it for height well, and measure so it with your hands before you go, and then just spread your arms out to the height of the room when you get there. You the could do same, that. Same way. Or you could, or you could enlist the services of your husband to to measure uh, the ceiling. You see, yes, from if, the floor. If you don't know your room size, simply attach a string to the ceiling and send that along. That's all, and address it to me, tree. <laughs> care of this station. And I now, mean, friends, time for me all. Say good night and thirty. Say good night. Thirty. You've been listening to the charming Mary McGoon, who has been kind enough to come here today and to. Look, me, we don't mind you eating popcorn during the show. I wish you wouldn't rattle yeah, a bag like cat. that. So long, uh, Peg. We'll Bye, Peg. What are you doing there, Bill? Billy. Did you get a lunch in there or something? I don't know what it is, Bob. Well, I believe it's time to look in on Lawrence McGaffigan, cop. Don't you? Okay. You like this? Oh, like this. This is exciting. And today, there should be a good cliffhanger. Lawrence McGaffigan Cop has been placed on the trail of a dangerous band of jewel thieves. We last left him in the mayor's office of Big City Metropolis, where he was told, Now, McGaffigan, get out here. I want action. McGaffigan answered the mayor. Yes, Your Honor. And stomped out of the office. I can't open a door, the, Mayor. The, mayor door, the door was locked, and McGaffigan had to leave by the window. Mayor, I can't get out of your office. The door's locked. We're having that fixed, McGaffigan. Well, what am I going to do? In the meantime, let's play cribbage. Okay, your deal. 15, 2, 15, 4, 15, 6, and 6 of 19, I have. Very, very good, McGaffigan. I didn't think you were that good a cribbage player. What? I say, I didn't think you were that... Someone is playing with that door over there. So green, Commissioner. <laughs> How does he get into the script this way? <laughs> I don't know. I think he is an old, uh... Hello, Bill. How do you do? Oh, sit down, Green. That's the third day in a row you've you ruined our routine. Bill, can't you open that uh, that door? No, I can't. Well, I thought that... Uh, Let's look ahead for a few hours. McGaffigan has rounded up this dangerous band of jewel thieves. He's got them standing up on the corner. He is holding them at, at pistol's point. I'll come any closer, you guys, or I'll pull this trigger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, what are you going to do with this, McGaffigan? Excuse me, we just had a Marine sergeant remind us that we don't pull a trigger, we squeeze it. No. I have a late bulletin for him. I qualified as marksman when I'm in the service. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, honestly, you should be... That was the division they were training for Alpine work. You two music. <laughs> Something about you two music. Wonderful are... material going on over yeah. the other side of the studio. There. That really rocks me, honestly. All right, so you fellas are so funny. Let's see if you can play music. That'll be funny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
Good to get back in that old routine again. I remember when we were tap dancing and singing on the stage of the palace. Lowe's Palace Theater in Death Valley. Right. <clears throat> we were a hit that night back in 1924 when you strolled out on the stage. And... The night we played there was the first and only night that ever had a deep freeze in Death Valley. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you forgot to lie today. I'm backstage. <laughs> Honey, why, I don't know if my musicians are playing out there. They're playing the beloved old ballad, Brown Bird, at even time. Well, forgetting the words, I got right into a dance routine, trying to kill time. And my dance routine was a deadly weapon, too. Oh, boy, I wonder. Funny thing happened to us on the way down to the theater tonight. I'm not out on stage yet. Oh. You see, you're worrying about me. I haven't made it. See, I'm Dan Bailey, really. <laughs> he had walked out on the act the night before. And I'd rather drown my sorrows in Sturdley. And Bob didn't know whether I'd be back the next time. He knew that Flo was out front, but I didn't. He had also taken all our trunks. And all the money, too, I might add. Well, that was awful nice of you to tell the cops that I didn't know what I was doing. And then with my new partner, we moved along to Elmira, New York, where we opened with Shine on Harvest Moon. And the new partner sang it. Incidentally, he only lasted <laughs> that one session with you, Bob. Shine on! I broke into my dance to try to cover him up. Boy, up I couldn't do it. And he received, he received his walking papers that night. Flo was out front. And I went on alone, did a single. Although my heart was breaking, I didn't pile a bit. Artistry and food. That's what we called it then. And then we changed the name of the act to, uh, what? <laughs> oh, what fun you boys have. Yeah. I'd like to read a commercial here if I may. I'd like to very much. <clears throat> Artistry and food. That's the enviable reputation of the new townhouse. Townhouse, this is a new commercial, Bob. It is. We should treat it with the respect to which it's due. Okay. Help me roll up my sleeve. Located at Warren... Hold on, please. Okay. Whoops. No sleeves in this shirt. Might as well put it back on. Located at Warrington and Stewart Streets, opposite the Plymouth Theater. Whether you delight in baked oysters or a fancy uh, a sirloin steak or a relish baked stuffed lobster, you'll find that the townhouse... Have you read this before? Have you read it over so you're well rehearsed? No, I haven't. And I'm still out of breath. When did you receive this dancing? copy? When uh, did you receive this commercial copy? This morning? How many hours have you had to look it over? Uh, two huh? hours. Two hours. How many? Two. Two hours, yeah. huh? How many times have you read it out loud? None. You have not read it any times out loud. No, sir. All right. Whether you delight in baked oysters, or fancy a sirloin steak, or a relish baked stuffed lobster, you'll find that townhouse food, yes, townhouse food, is down on that. You'll find that townhouse food. You'll find that townhouse food. Yes, townhouse food. Is that what you wanted? Yes, yeah, something like that. It is artistry in food. Special engines are served from 11.30 a.m., to 3 p.m. And a complete dinner. <laughs> Your tossed salad. <laughs> Please, I can't eat that much. <laughs> oh, let's see. Where are we? Oh, we're about at the complete dinner. 
From 11.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. It takes you that long to eat a complete dinner over there. For... Yes, sir. From 11.30 a.m. to 1 One big meal, isn't it? Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a real sturdy to 1 a.m. It takes you all day and, uh, and night, too, to eat it. Then, uh, uh, that is except Sundays. Do go to the... Then, then you can eat faster. Sure. Do go to the townhouse to its beautiful dining room and cocktail lounge for special suppers before or after the show or during your next trip in town and enjoy food at its finest. And for reservations for that big Christmas holiday, Monday, December 26th... Well, now, uh, let me check the calendar, please. Thanks. Monday, December 26th. That's the big Christmas holiday. You do as well to call. Or you do well to call the townhouse, managed by John Macris, formerly of the Lobster Claw. That sounds like a murder mystery. The Lobster Claw. At Hubbard two o nine three o. That's Hubbard two o nine three o. Don't forget, friends, for artistry and food, it's the townhouse, Warrenton at Stewart Streets. Opposite the Plymouth Theater. Will you go there this very night? Very easy to get to. It's very convenient to the theaters. How convenient, Bob? Tell us about it. It's around the corner from several of them. Just across from the Plymouth, too. Mm-hmm. Have you fellas played anything by yourself? I played something, but I don't want to talk about it anymore. I just want to sit here and think, Bob, and, and, and revel in the wonders of the atomic age. Well, and to go on with my story... Well, I wasn't telling them. No, I, I didn't hear you. What happened to you, Bob, uh, that time? Hmm? Remember that well, time? Well, we, we uh, just kept going. The car broke down uh, up just at the edge of Death Valley. But we finally finally made uh, the coast, yeah. and there were an instant success in motion pictures. And, uh... Hey, that's a point. I'm sorry. And, uh, pretty soon... That's not so good, either. Pretty soon, uh, we were asked to do TV, and there we were, in success. Success, Iowa? It's a very famous town. I yes. can remember... Remember the night we opened there? We opened right. in success, Iowa. We hadn't worked with the band before, but they picked up our cue right away and started in with our theme music. Well, I'm going to go to sleep. Do you mind? <laughs> no, especially if you okay. feel tired... I'm going to talk and discuss this, this big uh, Titanic football battle in Jacksonville, Florida tonight between Lowell High and Landon High of Jacksonville. This is a one-minute commercial. Wonders will never cease. This can't take over 40 seconds. What is that? Healer Motors. Hey, isn't that wonderful? Mm-hmm. Good afternoon, sports lovers everywhere across this grand nation of ours. Real one. Portrait of me. Would you like a portrait of me? Uh, what about this commercial, Bob? Well, it's a special announcement from Healer Motors, the Oldsmobile Cadillac hold, dealer. Hold it right <clears> now. <throat> we'll save that special announcement for after this next... They're selection. located at 43 North Beacon Street, Watertown. No more. Square. We'll save it. Here's Ken and Bill. Ken and Bill. Sure. Ken and Bill, that's you. That's you two fellows. Hey, wait a minute, stop. Ken hey. Wilson, Bill Green, Bill Green, Ken Wilson. Hope the four have a good time. Now right. play some music. Scott now? No, sure. Unless you want to play a Colonel's Corner. <laughs> Well, 
special announcement from Healer Motors. Come here, Mr. Buke. Here's why announcer, Lyle Gum. Here's a special announcement from Healer Motors, Oldsmobile Cadillac dealer, 23 North Beacon Street in Watertown uh, Square. Have you seen this commercial before? Anywhere. Healer has a great cleanup sale on 1949 Oldsmobile. Now what, in progress. What's this about somebody cleaning up? Huge allowances, big reductions, and easy terms. Only $300 to $500 down. Are you in the market for a car? And what? I haven't bought one yet. <laughs> You're lucky. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, you keep going up from the chair. You. Uh, I have to get the proper inflection. First of all, as I look at the commercial, I see only one question mark. Yet you've asked thirty or forty uh, in the few seconds oh, you've been on the air with this commercial. My new style. I really like. The question style. Yeah. Well, why don't we try it again? Maybe you've hit on something new or stepped on something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Will you help me? Sure. Go right ahead. Let me try it again. Be sure and investigate this offer. It's sensational. This opportunity presents itself only once a year. Be wise, be thrifty. That's a good idea, and each time I'll hit a gong. Buy a 1949 Oldsmobile at Healer Motors. H-E-A-L-E-R. Your Oldsmobile Cadillac dealer, 43 North Beacon Street in Watertown Square. Oh. Open evenings till 9, Saturday afternoons until 5. Hello? Yeah, that's that. Well, the whole one minute. I oh, think well, it's awful nice of healers to cut down Excuse their commercial. Phone ring. Hello. Yes, Mr. Healy. What's that again? You mean he wants it in a more business-like fashion? This could mean war. I'll never forget. I was oh, in the Pentagon building, Bob. <laughs> Won't work that way. I was. <laughs> I was sitting at the, uh... <laughs> the Chinese ring drink. The. Uh... <laughs> What about the Chinese ring trick? <laughs> that looks like it. It does at that. Remember there was a magician down at that show in Hingham we did that <laughs> did that with a loop? That's right, too. And he had us all spellbound. You can mm. knock everyone's eye off of the stick that yeah. night. Sitting there watching this magician. He was very good. Incidentally, what was his name, Bob? Yeah, I've forgotten. Was it Chandu who made his return to radio? I don't believe it Incidentally, was. I was thumbing through the radio dial one night, and that's the only way to ever go through it. And I came across Chandu again. And it brought me back to the days, the good old days, when I was a young'un, sending away box tops and my father's picture for different things. <laughs> so let's look in on Rancid, the magician. I am Rancid, the magician. I am high atop a mountain. And I am about to perform a magical trick. I will make the mountain disappear, and I'll stay here on the air. I didn't make it work that time. My assistant, Bolo, said, You very inconsequential magician. Your aspirations are very inconsequential. <laughs> My and highly insignificant, rancid. I know, I... Or I'm... highly rancid, insignificant. <laughs> Don't say that, please. But anyway, Bolo, thanks for coming up. Mm. And we want to award you with the orchid of the day for being the nicest neighbor we've met. Mm. All right. Me, help Boy Scouts cross streets. <laughs> good for you. That's my good deed for a week. All right, so long, Rancid. No. Oh, you're Bolo. Well, I'm... <laughs> you're Rancid, that's right. All right, well, then. We're both Rancid. <laughs> sure. Bill, that's very funny. I that's want you to go here and sign your name on our guest list. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> That's how we can follow it up with a postcard when we, we get back home. We want to get a good mailing list with you on it. I don't know how we can mail formaldehyde, but we'll try. <laughs> Well, that's it, friends, for now. We've had a lovely grandfather. Oh, it's been well visiting with you here at Radio Lane. Well, Bob, we have the FM engineer who sits up at high atop the new John Hancock building. That's right, in that little room with no windows. How do you feel? We'll look for you tomorrow at 1 o'clock the same time for Matinee with Bob Gray. Music by Ken and Bill. What was that you said again? 8.50 on your dial. 8.50 Radio Lane for happy listening. Oh, please, Bob. Thanks again, friends. Remember to get work right to us, won't you? Because we want to hear from you and we celebrate with you. We do, we do. <laughs> and hanging by your thumbs, it feels good. Sure is. This is WHCH. No, WHCH. Uh, in Boston.